Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week's guest is Garrett Corcoran, a senior who just finished up his fourth year at Cal Berkeley. Uh, he is a California native who was in town running the Adrian Martinez Classic in Boston last week. Uh, he's run 752 and 1354 in addition to being a sub four miler. So he's a pretty speedy guy and he came on the podcast with me and uh, recurring co-host Ben Bosworth to talk about uh, all sorts of great long run talk. Uh, we made some hot takes on NCAAs that I guess you can decide for yourself uh, whether they were good or not now that they've already happened. Uh, we got probably the best burrito story that we have yet to uh, record on the podcast and and all around had a really fun time. Um, this is the first episode in which we will have a post-credits scene, I guess is the way to put it. So make sure you stick around after the music sting at the end for some last-minute content that you don't want to miss. Don't forget to subscribe and to like us on all of the various social pages, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Without further ado, here's Run Your Mouth. Welcome to Run Your Mouth, Long Run Talk for Long Talking Runners. I'm your host, David Melly, and we're here uh, with another Kinross home recording episode. Um, we're joined this week by our loyal co-host, Ben Bosworth. Hey, Ben, how are you? I'm great, David. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I think you are our first three-peater guest. Wow. I, I don't know how that... The Triple Crown. Yeah, it's impressive, because I think... Rosa, Lou, and Johnny have all gone twice, but you might be the first round three. Beating them to the punch, baby. I'm honored. I'm honored to be like uh, invited back after. Lou and Johnny in particular are going to be probably pretty mad about that. But, yeah. yeah um, we got a, We actually do have a, a Kinross episode planned. Um, no spoilers, but uh, we, have a, we have a good idea for it, and I think it's going to be pretty entertaining. Um, our, guest this, our guest this week... Uh, all the way from the uh, Golden Coast is uh, our friend, the man, the myth, the legend, Garrett Corcoran. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Happy to be here. You're uh, in town for uh, Adrian Martinez Classic tomorrow. Are you ready to roll? Yeah, it'll be fun. So you're... Did you just finish school? Did you just graduate? Uh, yeah, I'm starting my master's in the fall, though, so... Okay. Still be around in Berkeley. What, what eligibility do you have left? I got across indoor and outdoor. Oh, wow. So you got the whole fifth year to go. Yep. Very nice. But you're done for the year. So do you? So are you racing in a Cal uniform tomorrow? I am, yeah. I, I entered myself unattached for this race, and I was looking around. Get for off the, your damn phone, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was on, I was on the internet looking for, like, stupid... Um, singlets I could buy and wear for this race and like as I was looking it up my coach texted me like can you like not run unattached and like wear your jersey <laughs> I was like all right and I had to wash my own jersey because our equipment lady Laura Wong who is 
the worst. Wow, we are calling her out. <laughs> oh, I, I, she's never going to hear this, but I hope she does, because she sucks. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. I, I, I brought my... I love it. He's coming to play. I knew I knew right off the bat. I'm like, Garrett's going to be a good guest. <laughs> so I, I, I brought my I brought my uh, jersey to her after NCAA regionals. Um, I brought it to her last week, and it was a couple days late, and I asked her if she could wash it for me and give it back, and... She gave me this dirty look. She just put everybody else's uh, jerseys into the dryer or into the washer to wash them for NCAs. Say, you're making it sound like this like this one woman is like hand washing your clothes in the river. She puts she puts them in a big industrial head. washer. Yeah, it's so not, why is it? Such it's not an difficult effort. for her. So I, she so she takes my jersey with a dirty look, and I was like, I mean, can I get it back by Monday? Cause I'm leaving Tuesday morning. And she was like, No, and I was like, uh, Can can I wash it then? And she was like fine and like gave me instructions on like you know how to wash it on cold and like but yeah that was so well, it wasn't a big inconvenience because I was going to do laundry anyway but like she also just stockpiles things in the back and just doesn't give them to us when we like you know, so. <laughs> our equipment people at school were exactly the same way I'm wondering if it's a requirement to be a like <laughs> I think it is for track and field and cross country because the people that do other sports are actually a lot better with giving people gear but Laura does not give us what we are like ordered. <laughs> yeah, we have. We would. You would always. Anytime you had to like pick up, because we always we picked up shoes from the same place that we dropped off laundry. It was just like mm-hmm. the equipment room. Um and like anytime, even if you just like fully were doing the right thing and had permission, like to do everything that you were supposed to do, you just go and show up and be like, "Can I have shoes?" And they'd be like. <laughs> okay, we'll see if they're in. And, like, somehow it was your fault that, like, you were just coming to do exactly what you were supposed to do. That was a great lore impression. Yeah. All right. So I'm glad that this is uh, this is kindred across uh, all schools. Well, I mean, it must have been nice to go to school with an equipment room or, or equipment to put in a room. Do they, do they <laughs> not? Maybe even, like, a room for your team. We, we didn't have one of those. We shared one with the women's team locker room. So You shared a locker room with the women's team? You did, yeah. How'd showers work? You didn't shower. Wait, what? There was just you just weren't allowed to. But like, what happens when you got naked? <laughs> it, it, it either was weird. Are you, or you fucking didn't. with us? We shared a locker room with the women's team. Wait, you had like, but like, was it like literally one space with lockers? It was like the room we're in now, and then there were just lockers around the wall. So how did you change? You didn't. You just put your stuff there already changed. You changed before you got to practice. <laughs> This seems like a terrible system. Yeah, it, it <laughs> I know. seems like somebody would have complained about it at some point. I know we complained like the a, whole time. <laughs> this is, I I feel like this cannot possibly be representative of the D three experience. I think this is a uniquely horrible setup that Con no, College the, had. I know, and the crazy thing is, it's a NESCAC. Like it should be on the upper end of a D three experience. Wow, all of our D three <laughs> listeners are going to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know. That does sound literally horrible. But I, I feel like the, the locker room was like the most fun time of like practice, no, like fucking around in like awful. the group showers. Like mm-hmm. we would, our girls team would always get mad at us because they would always be like waiting for us to go down to dinner after practice. <laughs> but like you'd think, oh, the girls take longer than the guys in the locker room. <laughs> Not true at all. Yeah. The girls like just were all business and the guys were like, oh yeah, we just like filled up the ice tub with hot water for 45 minutes. <laughs> Sorry, we're late. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> So we, because we didn't have those showers, we'd go to meets at other schools and we'd do the same thing in their locker room. <laughs> so we'd like go into the, like the visiting team locker room at, at like Tufts or something. Um, we had, and we just have this like outrageous party. 
There, that's always a good. I, I have a couple good like visiting team locker room stories. We were at Harvard for a meet one time, and we like were trying. It was one of those things where it was like after the meet, we had like a six hour drive back to Cornell. Like we tried to find. They like directed us to like a building that wasn't the Harvard indoor track to try and like get to the showers. They gave us really bad directions, so we just like couldn't find them. But then someone had left like the side door to the men's football team locker room open. And keep in mind, this is like the middle of winter break. Like this is like January 10th. So no one's there anyways. But so like, we're like, well, these are clearly not the locker rooms that were like designated for the visiting track teams, (laughs) but like they're here. So let's just like use them anyways. And of course, because they're football team locker rooms, they're like super nice and fancy and shit. And so (laughs) we're like, there's like, five of us, like, all just, like, showering in the football team locker room, so one of the, like, assistant coaches comes in, (laughs) and it's like, who are you guys? (laughs) And we're like, um, they said that we could shower here, and he's like, who's they? And it's like, the Harvard track coaches, and he was like, it was that awkward thing of, like, he's just standing there, we're all just, like, naked midway through our showers, so he couldn't just be like, get out, so he was just like, okay, we'll close the door behind you when you leave. So it was really a win-win, is we got showers and really nice showers, and we got to get the Harvard track coaches in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I do feel your pain a little bit, although. You got it. You have any good visiting team locker room stories, Garrett? <laughs> uh, not as good as yours, but this, this indoor season, we go up to the Dempsey for our indoor track meets, and they always direct us to the same visiting locker room. And the teams that went there all the time, like, knew where it was and just would, like, walk right up there. And Stanford was always in there, like, at the same time as us. And we're big rivals. So, like, you know, those, their team is full of really nice guys. But, like, but they because, because of the rivalry, we just kind of, like, have to hate them. But, like, when we're in the locker room together, we're kind of nice to them. But they, like, very clearly don't mm-hmm. have open showers at their uh, at their locker room in Stanford. Because, like, when we're all in the... showered in the Stanford locker room, but... But when we're when we're all showering like in in this visiting locker room, they like seem to be like kind of hiding themselves, and they seem really <laughs> weirded out that we're naked with them. And when they leave, every time they say thank you, like Stanford T and F, and we always cross it out and put Cal instead of Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> that seems that tracks with what I know about Stanford that they would be uh, scared to shower in a group shower. <laughs> we had a good um, you know Paul Short. Have you ever, you've uh-huh. never raced at Paul Short? No, but I know, know East about Coast. It. Um, the one year Paul Short was super muddy, and so, like, they're, like, they have, you know, it's, like, normally it's, like, if you're just going back not a far distance, like, you wouldn't need to shower, uh, at the locker rooms, but, like, it was super muddy, everyone was showering, um, and my team, like, started, like, it was, like, you know, like, a collective action problem, like, you can't, like, you need a certain threshold of people to, like, do something, otherwise no one will do it, so everyone was, like, shower, like, everyone was showering in their shorts when we, like, walked in, and we were just like, this is weird, like, we're all grown-ass adults, like, what's going on? <laughs> so, like, we, like, we were just like, are we gonna be those guys? And because there was, like, a couple of the Cornell guys, like, we had, like, strength in numbers, so we're just like, no, we're just gonna take a normal shower. And then we went in, and then, like, you could tell that, like, everyone else thought it was weird, but no one wanted to be, like, the first person to, like, shower naked. Mm -hmm. So, like, once we went in, like, by the time we got out of the shower, like, five minutes later, like, everyone in the shower was showering normally. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> what should we what talk about now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Two minutes I ago, I was thinking, I gotta get in on what should we talk about now at some point in this, and that was fine. We both jumped on it. <laughs> what the, is that a thing? Is that a thing you guys have come up with, or are you just trying to follow Well, it's it? just something that, I don't know how it started, but in a social situation... Like, not on a podcast necessarily. You know, if you're riding in the car with three people or something, like yesterday, and, like, the conversation stops for... Who were you in the car with? We were with Katrina. <laughs> what should we talk about now is kind of... You just say it when there's been an... A, po- a pause like there just was. A pause, but, like, even a really short pause, like, the <laughs> sentence ends. <laughs> you just say, what should we talk about now? You just want to make it like, uncomfortable when it, either it wasn't going to be convers- uncomfortable yeah, yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, it either ends the conversation immediately, um, because everyone's like, all right, I guess this conversation is over, yeah. or it's just like this really forced way of starting a new one, like as if someone's just going to like say a topic, like, hmm, I think we should actually talk about um, craft beer, and then like... Well, the nice thing is that we have topics that I've prepared because it is a podcast, not a real genuine conversation between a couple of dudes. Well, so, David, what should we talk about now? Oh, well, I was going to say, uh, we've been really bad about actually talking about uh, running on the podcast lately. Um, but I was going to say, as, we were, as you guys were watching um, NCAAs on the way in, uh, I was going to ask you what your hot takes for NCAAs are. And, and as this will come out after they're all over, you're either going to look like geniuses or idiots. So just, like, keep that in mind while you make your predictions. I don't know. Well, I guess I can talk about the 5K. I was, I was hoping to be on the line on the, in the 5K, but I kind of, uh, you know, shot the bed at, at regionals. Um, I'd say I, I don't really like Grant Fisher's chances at winning this year. I've raced him a number of times this year, and he just doesn't seem to have the same uh, spark that he had last year, like... I almost beat him a couple of times, or once this year, and like, yeah, you know, you're, te- I, I, you're terrible, and so. I'm terrible. I didn't yeah. even make the meet. Like, um, <laughs> but I do like Grant. He's a real nice guy. Even though he runs for Stanford, I'm supposed to hate him. Like, was he uh, hiding in the corner of the showers with you? He's re- uh, <laughs> I, I, and uh, I never caught him in the showers, <laughs> but uh, yeah, nice guy. Like all those guys are really nice guys. I've been trying to get him to party with us for like six months, and. They always, like, I, I made a group Snapchat with them, and I always challenged them to, like, a big beer mile, which, like, I don't really want to do a beer mile. But so you want Stanford but I want them to, to do a beer mile. But, yeah, yeah like, if they, if they were to be down, like, I would also be down. You love, you love a group Snapchat. That's, uh... Oh, yeah. I'm... What, what... Who is in on this? I'm in on this group Snapchat with you two, and then it's, like... Katrina and, and is it some of your yeah, Cal friends? Yeah, it's two girls on the Cal team. No, it's three. Three? <laughs> right? It's the it's Hans. Dobry. Dobry. Bri Oakley. Bri Oakley? Is she in it? Um, did we add her to it? <laughs> Bri was not down to be in that at all. She I feel it. like from, I know nothing about her, but I'm sure that I would make a terrible impression on her. I don't know anything um, about her either, <laughs> other than she's just generally not down. Are you, are you tight with Bri? Uh, yeah, she was my main running partner for a good portion of the spring, just because, like, she runs faster than most of my male teammates, and <laughs> nice. so I just, like, end up running with her a lot of the time. But are then, you, so are you dating a teammate right now? I'm not. No. No. You're dating someone who's not on the team. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't generally, like, eat rice shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put I, it. I've actually never dated a girl that runs. You've never dated a girl that runs. No. Oh, this is inter- This is a recurring topic, somewhat on the uh, 
podcast. So she, so how do you know this, this young lady? Um, she was, I've had at least one class with her since I've been at Cal. She's an engineer. Um, I guess we kind of just met through that. <laughs> you stop looking at your phone. Um, but we, we didn't, we didn't, we actually didn't really talk much until we matched on Bumble like a couple months ago. Funny how that sort and of then, just uh, facilitates. That's, the, yeah, it really just facilitated a, a relationship now, I guess. But she's flying up tomorrow morning to. That's smart. Uh, she's going to be rich because she's an engineer, so it's good to yeah, make that investment. She's, now. she's, she's a very good engineer too. She, uh, she won a national competition for like an engineering paper she wrote. There you go. She's so, a smarty. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to meet her tomorrow. Again, people I'll probably make a horrible first impression on, but... Uh, What's the... what? So... Her dad is a plane. <laughs> her dad is a plane? Yeah. Not, is she flying in her dad's plane no. here? No. Okay, she's problem. flying. She's not a commercial. <laughs> um, is her dad, like, a ho- professional pilot or, like, a Like hobby? a hobbyist. Okay. Yeah. Have you been in the plane, boss? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> have, you, have you met your girlfriend? No. Oh, so this, that's oh. a big gonna be yeah, a big. Face- he met her on Facetime yeah. last night. Yeah, uh, all right. We Facetimed her when we were picking up Katrina, Scar. out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Very nice. Um, well, so is the is the non runner dating policy a like? It's just never happened, or you like consciously make the effort to not date runners. I'd say for the longest time, it was definitely like consciously trying to not date runners, especially people on the team, just because like. There are things like if if things go wrong, I have to see them every day, afterwards. Um, but it, yeah, I, I guess it also just hasn't happened. I don't know. Uh, you never know. I, I I'm trying to think. Definitely uh, running breakups among teammates or people who run in the same circles can be messy. Um, that I've definitely seen that happen among people I know recently. Um, but yeah, there is also the there's the there's the appeal too. I mean, as someone who uh, has usually been drawn to runners, uh, I can see that. Uh, we have a great game for you guys later um, that is somewhat related to this, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, I wanted to ask also. So, but uh, before we move on, boss, do you have any hot takes for NCAA's? Uh, no, I'm actually not as well read on this particular meet at this particular time on which I can form an opinion. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> do you want me to give a hot take that I don't know if I believe? Sure. Uh, I mean, Josh Kerr's going to lose. It's not even going to... Okay, you won't actually, win. Actually, a hot, a hot take that r- relating to that, uh, like, good upset potential is Sam Prakel over Josh Kerr. Ooh, that would be Sam, interesting. He's been looking really good this year. Um, he's raced Josh Kerr once and, like, got beat by, like, a second or second and a half, but if Josh Kerr is, like, not on his game for any reason, like, I think Sam will be there to, you know, swoop in. He looked real good at Pac-12, yeah. like, he crushed all of us. I mean, the thing is, we have D3 girls running too flat. We've got <laughs> D3 guys breaking four. I have no reason to pay attention to D1 running anymore. That's a good hot take right there. Would I, would, do I want to see slower 800 girls, or just watch the D3 girl? Uh, well, I I would actually agree with you that the women's eight has actually not been that interesting this year. I think I think the most one of the most interesting events in the meet, if not the most interesting, is the women's fifteen hundred, which is wide open. Um, I my hot take is that I similar to yours, I think that uh, El Perrier is not going to win. Um, 
I don't know who's going to beat her, although I will say, speaking of Stanford, I think it's not going to be Elise Cranny, because she never wins. <laughs> um, but my, my sleeper pick we were discussing before we went on the podcast is that uh, Nikki Hiltz, who had surgery on her knee seven weeks ago and then ran 413 at regionals. She um, looked good doing it, too. Is She's a good sleeper. She's a good underdog story. I don't know if she's necessarily going to win, but she's going to mix it up, and she's a, she's a tough-ass racer, so... Um, you never know. That's going to be an interesting one for sure. I also am, am a big old Alio fanboy, so my, like, hopeful, I think, hopefully she'll win the steeple, but I always like to hope that she'll mix it up in the 5K as well, like, three hours. She got fourth last year in the 5K after, like, winning the steeplechase, so you uh, never know. It's just hard to see her hanging with uh, Carissa Schweizer. She might not win, but I, I would, it would be interesting to see her, like, up with the leaders, like, towards the end. She's just such a baller. She is a very, very talented runner and a very tough racer, and uh, I've been singing her praises for a while. Um, what about the uh, the wide-open men's steeple? you got to pick uh, for that one. We, we were just watching the, the prelims when we were, like, walking up to your apartment. Um, I've got some guys that I, that I like in there, like, that I like as dudes. But it's hard to it's hard to say that one person's going to come out and win. Um, I hope so. Lee's looking real good in the last couple of races he's run. I don't really know him personally, but like he he won his prelim by like a second today, and he won his prelim by like a second in NCA leading time at uh, West Regionals. Um, but there's a guy that I want to give a shout out and probably won't listen. Uh, Clayson Shumway from BYU. Um, we followed each other on Twitter a couple months ago. Oh, wow. I really like Big his, moves, baby. Big I really moves. like his content. Um, probably got the best content of anybody in that race, so if it was based on Twitter, this guy would be number what one. What is his handle? Give him the shout-out. Uh, Runaway Shumway. All right. I'm going to have to look him up because I like your content on Twitter, so I'll, I'll take that uh, under advisement. What would you say? It's a Twitter crush for you there. I, I've decided that when we, when we hit the Instagram crush later, like, I think Instagram crush is more of, like, a broad term that can be applied to, like, any sort of internet thing that you're into. You can really Ooh. T- get a broad interpretation of it if you so choose. There are no rules. This is all just a, you know, made-up world that we're living. We're all just <laughs> electrons and probability. So, <laughs> you know. Have fun with it. <laughs> um, I was going to ask uh, if you guys... Uh, I know a little bit of this story, but but how did you guys meet? Do you want to start? Um, you're the guest, baby. All right. Yeah, you're the, uh, you're the guy we want to hear from. So, all right, so... He can jump in with his snarky side <laughs> First impressions is always a good one. Yeah. So I'll, think about your first impression of Garrett, boss. Think about that for a little. <laughs> uh, a couple of summers ago, um, I, was, I was taking classes at, at school at, in Berkeley, and I was staying in my apartment over the summer. And like a week or two into my summer classes, I went across to, I was staying in apartment A and there's four apartments in the apartment complex I was staying in. And I went across to apartment D that also has a bunch of runners and like throwers in there. And this guy, Ben, was just sitting there and he was really quiet, um, didn't really say much. And yeah, I left and then like the next day we were going to the beach and we invited Connor Meach who was staying, or who lived in his apartment with him. And he was like, oh, can Ben come? Like, yeah, he's kind of lonely, like, doesn't have very many friends. So, like, it'd be, <laughs> it would be... A, I had friends. It would be a nice experience for him to, to go. So we, we brought him with us. It's so and, nice of you. It's like a little charity case. <laughs> and we're, to me, cash back. <laughs> and we're, go, we're going, we're coming up to the Richmond Bridge, which goes across the San Francisco Bay. And 
Ben Bosworth says... It is, I, I will say, it's one of the more underwhelming bridges. Okay, but, but he says, I thought the Golden Gate Bridge was a lot redder than this. It was just like this <laughs> silver trust bridge. And we all looked at him like, this isn't the Golden Gate Bridge. And he he said, yeah, Are you serious or are you kidding? Well, you see, we, we, we didn't know... I hadn't talked the whole time. <laughs> we, we, we didn't know him at the time, so, so we took him seriously. familiar we're with like, his sense of humor. Yeah, like, you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> That's not the, not the Golden Gate Bridge at all. But, uh, yeah, he kept, like, making more comments like that throughout the day when we were at Stinson Beach, and, like, we figured it out. And uh, I just started inviting him on runs, and then we were friends by the end of summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that's pretty accurate. I remember Garrett walking in. And so I was like, how's the wedding? He's like, it was lit. <laughs> and then did like a little... little, little shocker. Yeah, yeah. Not, not shocker, a shocker. Yeah. A shocker, I think, maybe. Shocker would be a little different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. And then we went, to the, we went to the beach, took some pictures on the cliffs. Just a normal... Oh, yeah. The pictures we took on the cliffs. Yeah. We, uh, was we, we were naked. We, it, was, um, <laughs> it was pictures of our, um, the back of our bodies. So this actually, this yeah, actually honestly works. could be my Instagram crush because it's one of my favorite. I love a concept Instagram, like one like and a gram where you just like do one thing for every photo. And so you have mm-hmm. a finsta um, that is just butts in nature. Is I guess the the simplest way to describe yeah. it. Yeah. Um, where did this idea come from? Um, I was I was I follow like other runners on Instagram, and I saw one guy that runs for Boise State that that did it one time. And I thought it was hilarious. So, like, a couple months later when I was in Tahoe with my team, we were at a lake in the middle of the mountains, and I, like, asked if we could do it. So I got, like, three three of us together, and we all took a picture, and uh, one, of, one of the girl teammates took the picture and was just making fun of us the whole time, which was kind of embarrassing and funny. But I posted it, and... 30 minutes later, I got a text from my coach, like, really angry, like, <laughs> you need to take that picture down, like, you're representing the university poorly, like, like, grr. Wow, you must have and had like, a really shitty butt. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, it's like, hit the gym, Garrett. <laughs> yeah, so I, I took a couple more on that trip, then, like, I wasn't doing anything with those photos, because, like, I couldn't post them, or else my coach would see it, or I could block my coach on Instagram, but I didn't really want to do that. Um... So about a year after that, I decided, like, I had so many stockpiles, I was going to, like, make a new Instagram, and so that's where all those came from. <laughs> the thing I love about it is that you, so it's a private Instagram, mm-hmm. but you still put all of the hashtags in. Do you not know how hashtags <laughs> okay, work? No, I, I, I did that on the first few posts. Wow, I, was, I, wasn't, I had never thought of that. Yeah. I wasn't private at first, and okay. I put the hashtags in on my first few posts, and then I decided, mm, I better, like... You know, maybe be a little Close more anonymous about yeah. this. Like, be yeah. No, I I, I did realize that. <laughs> but the the thing that I'm a little unsure of is if you tag a location, if you're private, does that can that still show? I up? think it's still private. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, and I I've long aspired to to be featured on this Instagram. The last time you were in Boston, <laughs> I was not given the invite for the post that was eventually made. It was, it was it was very it's in, fine, very impulsive, very um, spur of the I moment. see how it is, is, is all <laughs> I'm saying. Um, wonderful. So one of uh well, this is like a very sincere question, but uh speaking of being out in nature, do you have a do you have a favorite place to run? Like a favorite place that you've ever run? I mean that that's tough because there are definitely places that I like run one time that like stick in my mind as a really great place to run. But 
I guess, as far as places that I run frequently. Um, I'll give you one of both. Uh, just this past Saturday, I went and ran at a Big Basin State Park in Santa, or just north of Santa Cruz. Uh, started at Waddell Beach and ran up to a waterfall that was six miles out and then came back and it was a beautiful trail, like five and a, five and a half of the first six miles were basically like a very wide trail, like almost a dirt road and you're running along through these farms like from the from the beach and then you start running through the redwoods and it's just nice and shaded and beautiful and really nice waterfall at the end and came back but I guess best place I've run that, that I run frequently probably in Berkeley is Inspiration Point um, Nimitz Way Trail it's just a like asphalt road with dirt on the side uh, but no cars are on it and you got cattle grades going through because there's cattle everywhere and you know, there's there's little side trails where you can just like run through the cows that I always enjoy going on and uh, one of the girls that's in that group Snapchat you were talking about earlier, Marissa Dobry is mm-hmm. terrified of cows so I love running there with her because like if there's a cow in the middle of the trail she'll just like freeze <laughs> and like sometimes it'll be like we went out for four miles and then are coming back and we're still three miles from the car and there's no way to get around this cow except just go on the trail and she'll just stand there and like not move What is what is the, do cows like attack people? No, she's just afraid of them because they're big and like she's you know, yeah, yeah. She's a big, huge coward. All right, um, but like you know, they pr- they probably nice. <laughs> they probably pack a powerful uh, kick or something like a horse, or yeah. you know, if they step on you. I'm always very afraid of geese. Geese and Dawson are very territorial. Um, Depending on the season, that's like geese oh. everywhere. Yeah, well, now that they have little kid, little kids, little goslings. Um, <laughs> they will, like, hiss at you and charge you if you, like, get too mm-hmm. close to their nests and shit. Um, and geese, I guess geese have something in their saliva that, like, makes it, like, sting extra when you, like, get bitten by a goose. <laughs> There's something, they have something, like, acidic or something. I don't know what, ex- I'm not a, you know, biologist. Geeseologist. Geeseologist, sorry, yeah, that's yeah. The, the proper term. Um, but I'm told that it is particularly painful when a <laughs> goose bites you for that reason. Oh. I think a great go-to run answer for you could also be the fire trail. I mean, that to have yeah. that nice of a trail right on Berkeley's campus uh-huh. is... What trail is this? It's, just, it's like another dirt road, essentially, that runs up from the back of the football stadium to some labs that are up at the top of the hill. And if you run the whole thing from the bottom, it's like four miles up and it's probably seven, eight hundred feet of elevation gain, most of which mm-hmm. is done in like a little quarter-mile section that's really steep. Um, that sounds unpleasant. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't typically run it from the bottom. I usually like drive up to the top and just run back and forth on the flat <laughs> part. But we we run a lot of uh, threshold workouts there that like kind of sting in my mind a little bit. Is like not very fun. So yeah. that's that's why that's true. Not necessarily my go to. And like if if I'm going somewhere to run myself, like the most frequent place that I'll go is probably Inspiration Point. So that's I guess why I picked that one. Find inspiration. Yeah. Exactly. Um, wonderful. Well, the other thing I was going to ask you as a Cali native is, uh, do you have a, uh, best burrito? What's the, what's, we usually say best burrito in Boston for the Boston natives, but, uh, what, do, what is your, uh, the, where did you eat the best burrito that you've mm-hmm. ever eaten? Well, before I, before I start on this, I'm just going to say the best burrito in Boston is probably worse than the worst burrito in California. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fighting well, Chipotle is a constant between the two, so that doesn't make sense. The be- that is a good point. The best burrito in Boston is better than California Chipotle. Lawyered. That's a good point. All right. Um, 
Anyway, um, Boomer. that's that's tough because I've had so many burritos, but uh, my, my favorite in Berkeley is probably the California burrito from La Burrita. They put like steak, french fries, guacamole. Like, french fries in the burrito? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I have to come visit. It's well, really good. Garrett, you were an avid hater of that burrito know, for a while. Because I hadn't tried the California burrito. I haven't heard this side of you because uh, you were always a proponent of never stepping foot in that place. That's true. Also, con- no zealot like a Other than their high quality horchata, I remember. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, well, I, I tried the California burrito and that I decided that's that's probably my, my favorite burrito that I can remember having recently. Um, but yeah, fun story about La Burrita. Um, two days after NCAA cross country, in 2017, like six months ago, um, came back and um, all my classes were canceled the Monday after. And this was right before Thanksgiving, so I didn't really have any responsibilities because I only had one class the next day. Mm-hmm. So 1 p.m., like, I called up one of my teammates and I was like, you want to like, go to this pizza place and start drinking? And he was like, all right. So we like each had a pitcher and a beer and then we like met up with his girlfriend, her friends, and, like, just started drinking margaritas at this Mexican place, and, like, before we knew it, we were really drunk, and, like, he wanted to go play beer die up at, uh, one of the frats, and... Wait, beer die? Yeah, or Snappa. Snappa? Okay. I've not heard of this Okay, game. so we, we, were, we were playing, beer die is, like, a standing up version of the game. We were playing Snappa, because it's winter, and we wanted to be indoors. Beer okay. die is more an outdoor game, Snappa's more an indoor game, is what people say. So you sit down, um, imagine you've got a table like this one, but, like, you know, normal, like, beer pong table. Uh-huh. Um, and you've got one cup on each corner and okay. it's, it's filled, each cup's filled with beer. You've got two people on this side and two people on that side and you throw the die up in the air and it has to hit the table like on the other person's half and it's got to go a certain height or else it doesn't count. And then if it bounces off between the first nap, if it bounces off between the cups and you don't catch it, that's a point against you. And if you sink it in one of the cups, then that's like two points. Um, and you have to drink for every time there's a point scored against you or if you miss the table or something. So anyway, we were already drunk and we showed up this frat and we got crushed in Snappa and like, I was like thinking I was going to throw up while I'm drinking like every sip of beer the last, the second game. And so we went to go down to the dining halls and I went to swipe them in and right after we got swiped in and we're about to walk away, the lady who swiped us in was like, you guys are drunk, like you shouldn't be in here. And, like, we turned around, we were like, no, we're fine. And um, she's like, no, get out of here. So we got kicked out of the dining halls before we even, like, got to eat any food. And La Burrito was half a block away. So we went down there and bought burritos. And I took about two bites of mine and realized I was going to throw up. So I went to go to the bathroom, but it was locked and, like, closed and said, like, you, you can't go in here. So I went back and threw up in the trash can and then just looked at my friend and like grabbed my burrito and like told me to go and 30 minutes later I was passed out on my couch on top of my burrito (laughs) (laughs) and I woke up at like two the next morning like realized what had happened like put my burrito in the fridge like went to class the next day and grabbed my burrito drove home like 400 miles with my burrito (laughs) in my front seat and I ate it as I was driving home oh god (laughs) that's uh that's a lot to process. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, bur- the burrito, uh, I'm, there's, I'm impressed for a lot of reasons. The, the, I guess the biggest of which being that you were less than 24 hours after you 
had a burrito and then threw up, you were able to eat that same exact burrito without some sort of also sleeping on it. Gag reflex. <laughs> yeah, that's well, it probably, you know, it kept it warm. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> that is uh, quite. Um, you know, it's a good endorsement. They should put that. They should make a commercial based on um, that journey that uh, you went on. St- they st- have, still, right. still good the next morning. Yeah, <laughs> they should make something called the Garrett Corcoran, which is a burrito and a margarita. And the burrito is, I don't. They probably partially say, eaten. <laughs> yeah, there's a chunk taken out, and then it's pressed somehow, so it looks like someone slept on it for a while. I don't know if you could have someone maybe like lie in it for. I, I don't think mm-hmm. you could sell that. That could be one guy's job. He paid minimum wage. And they deliver and they deliver it to you six hours after you call, <laughs> and, and you have to be asleep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they check. They check your pulse. <laughs> or yeah, it could be a pitcher of beer, a margarita, and said burrito. All right, the, you'll be famous from that, then on. <laughs> um, that actually segues nicely into. I guess we we've been thinking about this more in a running context, but one feature that we've uh, asked our past couple of guests um, to share is their self-inflicted wounds stories. So, basically, like any time when you've like the, like, dumbass side of your brain has, like, really dicked you over, either from a training standpoint or just, like, life. You've just done something real stupid that you just was boneheaded and was not a good idea, um, but you did it anyways. So uh, it's, a, it's a little bit to come up with on the fly, but, uh, but Ben's nodding like he has a good story. Um, well, I'm nodding. I, it's a good question. I also sure. have, I have yeah, a good def- story. All I was, right, Gary, start us off. I was asked a very similar question a few <laughs> weeks ago, and the answer I gave was very unsatisfactory because somebody else like immediately told me I should have said like this story. That I'm about okay. Um, so I was in uh, Tahoe for training camp with my team um, about three years ago. And I had my dad's Ford F-150 up there, four-wheel drive. I'd been driving around all summer because I'd lived in the mountains all summer and, like, didn't have my own car yet. Um, and so I, I took two guys off-roading one day. And we went off to, like, this basically dried-up reservoir because this isn't, like, the height of the drought. And there weren't any water. wasn't any water in the reservoirs. And we go around. We start doing donuts. We're pretty close to the freeway, so it's not, like, a big deal if we, like, if something happens. Um, and we went... A little farther up the road, we're like swimming in the creek, and I decided, like, you know, what, there's another reservoir up there that I want to go check out. And it's like 10 miles up the road, and, like 12 miles from a gas station or anything. And like, we already didn't have cell service, so we definitely weren't gonna have service out there. <laughs> so we drive this 10 miles up the road, we get to this reservoir, completely dry except for like this puddle in the middle. But the road that we were on went right through the puddle. Um, and I saw a bunch of tire tracks going all the way through the puddle. It's like, oh yeah, like other people have done it, like I can do it too. And <laughs> I decided to floor it. We we got, went through, like, I, I was pretty close. I wasn't going, like, 60 when I hit it, but, like, I was probably going 30 miles an hour when we hit the puddle and just sank right in. <laughs> and we went and tried to dig ourselves out, and I'm, like, trying to put it in reverse and, like, put rocks under the wheels, and, like, nothing's working. So we're stuck, and we can't call anyone, so we wipe off all of our, all the mud off of us with our shirts, and... One of the guys didn't even bring shoes because he was never expecting to get out of the car the whole time we were off-roading. So he just decided he was going to stay in the car. And me and the other guy that was with me, this guy was only wearing his underwear because he had gotten like his swim trunks wet when we went in the creek. And okay. he wasn't wearing his shirt because we like, wiped everything off and he just didn't want to put his shoes on. So I'm walking through, like no shirt, I put my shoes back on and he's got no shirt and he's just in his underwear. And we walk for two miles through the woods. And right before we... Um, 
right before we got stuck, we passed by this guy with a crossbow, like, in a truck. And, like, when we got stuck, we saw him come out, come out of the woods, like, into the reservoir. And, like, we, we honked and, like, waved at him, like, asked for help. And he just turned around and left. So there's oh, a guy, no. there's a guy with a crossbow in the woods at large that, like, clearly doesn't like us. <laughs> and... Uh, this guy's in his underwear and like can't move very fast because he's barefoot and it's like a really rocky path but eventually somebody picked us up we rode the back of his pickup truck for 10 miles back to the gas station and called the tow truck and like went and got towed out like right after dark but it was like a $350 towing charge and like very easily could have been avoided if I just like didn't didn't try and go through so (laughs) that's my story I like that that's a good one Boz you got any good ones? (sighs) I can't think of anything like that um every workout <laughs> uh, there, I used to do a thing in workouts in college well, I used to do a lot of things along these lines in workouts in college but um, there was at least once when I would have a workout do it badly go back to my room and end up doing another workout again <laughs> which was a problem because we worked out at like 5 or 6 p.m. so it would be like 10 p.m. and I'd be like alright I'm going back to the track room. Isn't Khan's thing that you guys work out really hard too? Yeah. <laughs> we we worked I mean, I don't wanna toot our horn like we're you know this is an absurd regimen, but it felt pretty hard at the time and then sometimes I would get mad that I didn't do well and <laughs> Because the only thing that could really, you know, help you do better is to just further put yourself in the hole. Oh, well, it wasn't about performing well. It was, it was, it wasn't about that at all. It was just about... Did your coach know about these second workouts? No. No, absolutely not. And... I would have been kicked off the team, probably. Yeah, you probably should have been. (laughs) Did you... Would you just do the same workout Uh, over again? Usually not. I, I wasn't that dumb. But that was more of like, if it didn't go well the first time, why would it go well the second time? But I would, I would try to do something hard. So this was like, I, in a weird, just bizarre way, I feel like there's something beautiful about the fact that you were like truly just trying to prove to yourself that like you were better than the workout that you did because you clearly weren't, it wasn't a performative aspect. You weren't oh, no, doing yeah, it yeah. Did not to help. show off to anyone. It was just for your own edification, which is just insane. But, you know... Yeah. Honorable. <laughs> I mean, I lived alone in a s- single in college. There was no one to... Really, you in? Yeah. Did you live in a single all back. four years? Yeah. No wonder you're so weird. Did you live in dorms all through college? Yeah. Uh-huh. You, couldn't, you couldn't live off campus at dorms. Uh-huh. Did we, you, do you, are you in like a track? You said there was apartments, right? Yeah, we only lived in the dorms our freshman year at Cal. And um, after that, since there aren't enough dorms, I would just move off campus. And it's also cheaper to live off campus. That's generally. what we would do, yeah. Um, so yeah, my, my first year out of the dorms, I lived in an apartment with four other guys on the team. One other guy who I'd met through, actually five other guys on the track team. And one other guy who I'd met through running. So this was like a real running house. But... Mm, a few of those guys got really frustrated with the living conditions in our apartment because we didn't keep it that clean after a little while. Um, so the second year I lived in that apartment, it was just me and two other guys and then like a bunch of stoners and it wasn't a very good environment. Like just mm-hmm. me. Um, so we, we kind of like corner ourselves into one room and then like <laughs> just kind of like cowered from the, <laughs> the rest of the house most of the time. But this year I lived in an apartment with those same two guys and we had our own place. But, nice. Uh, yeah. 
it's nice to live with at least a couple of people that are on the team, just, like, yeah. be focused. I live with eight of my teammates in college, all right. so, uh, yeah, well familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, since you are both... Um, Wow, I just farted and smells really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're not cutting this. <laughs> That's fine. Not. We'll leave it in. Um, oh my god, Jesus. <laughs> oh, um, stinky, David. Yeah, stinky my bad. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna throw so bad. Ben just passed out. <laughs> This is 100% stank, and I just farted and smelled so bad. I can smell that. Yeah. Oh, oh man. This is our home. That would be the best Camden moment that we've captured so far. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, since you are you are both uh, wifed up and uh, to date uh, attracted exclusively to women... I thought the only uh, possible thing to do would be to play uh, Mary Fuck Kill with male runners. Um, <laughs> ben just perked up just now. Um, he's really recovered from the fart attack. Fart. <laughs> um, I thought you guys. I've been wanting. So I've been wanting to play. We play a game on every episode. I've been wanting to play Mary Fuck Kill, but like, it's there's a little. It's a little mean, you know. And it's like, and then it's gross if it's like just, like, a bunch of dudes sitting around, like, judging women. So, like, I feel like this is the only... Oh, it's not really a fun game to play with, like, a group of women, yeah. Yeah, no, this is the <laughs> only... Like, with them being the yeah, subject matter, yeah. It's acceptable men, yeah. way to do it. So, um, I'll give you some some threes, and you can either come to a consensus, or you can disagree, um, discuss among yourselves. Um, the first is Nick Willis, Nick Simmons, and Andrew Weeding. I'm just gonna say right off the bat, I'm killing Nick Simmons. Oh, we're killing Nick Simmons. <laughs> like, like if you if you had asked me that four years ago, I would have said marry Nick Simmons because I. He's really the whole run gum thing is really. Uh, yeah, and it's it's not really Nick it's not really Simmons just things. the run gum thing. It's like just like the whole tooting his own horn and like self self promoting like while he's running like crap, but like still. Did you watch Year of the Bison? No, oh, I didn't. But I saw I saw like the 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 little trailer he put out for like his climbing Everest thing, and like yeah. I had one I had one of my housemates who was like still really into Nick Simmons, and, like watching all his videos and thought he was sick, and then he saw that video and he's like, yeah, I don't like him anymore. Um, <laughs> um, so we've got one out the way. So are then, we? Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna bang Andrew Weeding. Oh yeah, I'm and, and Mary Mary Nick Willis. I don't. For me, it's not. Nick Will seems like a great husband. Yeah, that's he's, exactly. He seems he's, like a good dad. I yeah. feel like he'd be a he'd be a good dad to to the, your young children. You know. Yeah. From um, Twitter and everything, he seems like he's got a lot of wisdom, which I think is yeah. for very fatherly. Someone like me probably would be good to have in a husband. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like he'd keep you in line. You know. I feel like if anything. The complaint about marrying Nick Willis would be that, like, he might be a little too square, like, they might have too many rules around the house, but, like, you know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you could balance him out a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that was a good one. That was pretty clear-cut. Um, I, maybe this one will be a little a little more controversial. Uh, I, I went uh, training groups for the next couple, so. Uh, Centro, Clayton, Craig, Nichols. Yes. <laughs> I love Craig. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's tough. It's really tough, because, like, I mean, Craig's hot, so like, you want. Uh, you think Craig's the hottest of the three of them? 
Craig's hot. We, we just like Craig. We really I like, we I like, really Craig's like a good Craig. Guy. Uh, I am on board, but I'm just saying, I don't know if physically speaking I would put him out. At yeah, but he's got that he's got that intangible, you know? He's just yeah. got a hot personality. Yeah. Uh, it's very... I, so. I mean, I'm going to motion to kill Centrowitz. I'm on board with that, yeah. Yeah. I, Clay, Clayton Murphy's a real... Uh, Real, real dark horse in this one though, because I just don't really know that yeah. much about like what he's like. See, I personally think that Clay Murphy is very hot, like actually hot. So yeah, <laughs> that's I think where I would put him. I knew if we were deciding as a group, this group's not going to kill Craig. Yeah, yeah, and this group's not going to kill Clayton Murphy based on the two other people. <laughs> <laughs> See, I will, so. I will say. Um, I would make the potential argument, and God, I hope this doesn't ever get back to any of them, but, like, <laughs> I would I it does. hypothesize that Craig is probably the uh, best in bed of the three of them. The the way he carries himself? I, yeah. I would, I would guess so. We can leave some things unsaid, but I, I feel like he has the, you know, the enthusiasm, the charm. Um, I feel like Centro thinks he's really good in bed. Yeah, that's not a good sign, <laughs> usually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so... Are, are we? But are we marrying Craig or are we banging Craig? I want I want Craig around every day of my life. Okay, I think that's a safe. I think I've actually really come around. I've done the opposite of Nick Simmons with Craig. Is I really did not like him mm-hmm. when the fucking old Miss assholes first came on the scene. I was like these dumbasses with their like straight bro like mullets and mustaches. <laughs> like this is horrible. I don't like this. And, like, every subsequent, like, exposure I've had to, like, Craig Engels and, like, interviews, I'm just, like, he's really charming. Like, he's a really (laughs) charming guy. And he does genuinely seem like a a nice guy. Like, I think it's more the, like, surface-level first impression that makes you seem that way. So I'm I'm a convert on Craig Engels, much like you on La Burrita. All right. (laughs) I think we have to marry Craig. All right. Well, marry Craig, bang Clay Clay, and, uh... Off Centro. When when Craig was in Boston, he uh, was getting, I want to say chirped, but more like a, like flirted to, by a lot of girls, <laughs> mm-hmm. and his response uh, to a group of us was that he in fact did have a girlfriend. So yes. even though he's being chirped by every runner girl that is at every BU meet, he still is faithful. If he yeah, has what somebody a good guy. waiting for him at home, so at least there's, you know, there's, <laughs> there's that. that. <laughs> Um, all right, next we have the uh, NJNY boys. We're going to do Kyle Merber, Johnny Gregoric, and Colby Alexander. Don't have much of an opinion on Gregoric or Colby Alexander. Um, yeah. I'm going to say we're, we're going we're to kill Johnny Gregoric. Uh, I, yeah, okay. I can... I think, I think Colby is very funny, so I think uh-huh. he, would be, he would be good to marry because I think he would keep you entertained. Um, he has a, I think, a compatibly weird sense of humor to the the people in the room. So uh, I, I would I would pitch Colby as the the husband material, and Kyle's yeah, pretty yeah. hot. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that it's would be my and call it a day. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> What did you just say? I said, just bang forward and call it. Who cares about the rest? <laughs> Is that your that's your position? No, no, it's just a forward. Joke. I remember. He was on this couch once, actually, at uh-huh. your Christmas party, David, so I was just thinking about that. Yeah, he is a loyalist, um, although oh, yeah. I think he did bring, speaking of having a girlfriend, he mm-hmm. I think he brought his girlfriend to the Christmas he party. T- he told me my PRs were fake, too, because I ran him at the Dempsey. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we might have to kill Ford, then, <laughs> yeah. since he's trying to, you know, fight you on your legitimacy of your... Although he was just racing at BU. I don't know if yeah. anyone's <laughs> talking about fake indoor PRs. <laughs> <laughs> the real PR was... Um, 
the time that the the four mile PR that Garrett and I clocked running back from that party <laughs> that we party did, with when Dan, Dan was on uh, the, his episode of the podcast, he did tell that story. So, <laughs> listeners, go back and uh, hear the full version of that song. one. That that was a good. Kind of I'd love to hear that from his perspective. Yeah, just, I started running, and these wow. two guys from the party were just like, yeah, we'll go with that guy. Thanks for listening, Boz. I really appreciate it. What? <laughs> so you are saying you'd love to hear his perspective. But you'll listen to the episodes. I didn't listen to that one. <laughs> I didn't. You're right. I, like, I listen to so many, and then that one, like... You're like, I don't need to hear I Dan need to. and David talk about movies for an hour and a half, because I've heard that already in real life. At what point does that come up in it? Because I listened to some of that. Um, that comes up towards the end. The, yeah. the <laughs> like I got story. far through that and I was at work and then you got very one, bored with another one came talk. out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, last but not least, uh, we're going Bowerman boys. So we're going to go Evan Yeager, Chris Derrick and Mo Ahmed. Yeah. Chris Derrick still runs. <laughs> uh, well, he went to Stanford, so he's out killing him for sure. Oh boy. I, I just like the idea that like, <laughs> of anyone, I feel like he would one day hear this and be like, wow, really, really at Garrett Corker, Garrett the parent? Uh, so yeah, that, that's one. I we're, think we're Evan too. Jager's pretty bangable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not I being, mean, I mean, like, yeah, if he keeps the hair, I can just pretend he's a girl. Yeah. That's true. I mean, he has very uh, slender legs, so mm-hmm. I feel like that would help too. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 my favorite because he didn't go to Stanford and he's American. Um, well, I say most Canadians are probably super nice, so like he could be a good husband material too. Maybe dual citizenship, maybe for mm-hmm. children. Yeah. You could become Canadian and have a better. Ch- well, not necessarily because Canada has really strict standards for who they let on their world's teams. I was going to say you could have a better chance of making a world's team, but that's not true mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. They, like, will not take people with the A standard for no reason. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so, never mind. <laughs> um, I like yeah. this game. You like this game? Yeah. We'll have to next time for round four when we have you back on. Well, <laughs> um, yeah. Unless you, unless you want to offer any, any last I'm trying ones. to think of some right now, but it's, it's hard. I just, if I had, if I thought of another group or something, but... When you said groups, we could we could do it with like three people that are running NCAs. <laughs> that that's what I was thinking when you started, like Justin Knight, Andy Trower, Grant Fisher, but five like three to five K favorites. I feel like I would marry Justin Knight because he it, it seems like the much like the Canadian thing seems like a very nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, plus, then your kids would have like. Gen- I think I would need to marry someone with genetics for, like, perfect form because I have really bad form. So, like, his form is so smooth and so good that, like, I would need him to, like, you know, if half of his genes and our imaginary children that aren't physically possible <laughs> um, are in there, I think there's a balancing effect. Plus, he's really fast, so they'd also just be fast. Um, and then... Andy Charred's kind of the dark horse in that, like, yeah. socially, I feel like. I feel like he well, Grant been... Fisher also looks like a child, so, like, I don't know, I would feel weird about, like, you know, going for it with him. <laughs> Shut up, boss. Um, yeah, but, you know. Plus, he went to Stanford, so I feel like I have to kill him out of loyalty to Garrett, so. Um, that's, that's actually pretty funny, because I would probably uh, kill Andy Troward out of the three of those guys. Well, just because he's, like, he's the hooiest, like, you, you feel like... Yeah, he's also, like, yeah, kind of ugliest. 
Oh wow! <laughs> Whoa! Wow! Hot takes is and 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 at regionals we were running. Hey, you're listening. Kit. 55 minutes in, you got the good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> if, I hope we, the, we were, the NAU team doesn't listen to this. <laughs> we, were, we were we were running we were running at regionals, and like I was I was on his shoulder like 1,200 meters in, and he just kind of like went out to the side and like made me take the lead. So I'm just kind kind of salty about that too. <laughs> I will say Coward. so. Don't at anyone. This happened on a previous episode. I'm not going to name names, but I was talking about someone on the podcast and someone commented on their Instagram and added me about them, about something I said on the podcast. So oh, yeah. listeners, if you're listening, um, we're not we're going to have to not talk shit about people by name if you keep uh, outing <laughs> us to them you on really social media. Shit, though. No, that was a whole separate thing. Well, we can't cover that now. <laughs> It'll get too absurd, but... Then I, yeah. Basically, this is a uh, public service announcement to anyone listening to be cool, is, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, we're going to wrap it up since we've been going on for quite some time now. Um, we ask the same uh, big three questions of our guests every week. Um, we'll do a round robin style. Our first one is your Instagram crush. Who are you feeling on the gram? Who or what are you feeling on the gram? And we'll start with, uh, let's start with Garrett. Um... Well, I guess, yeah, I guess earlier uh, I was talking about my ch- Twitter crush, uh, Clayson Chumway, but I actually don't even follow him on Instagram, so if I had to go through my Instagram and see who my crush is, let's, let's just, I'll go through uh, my, my Discover and see if someone pops up right away, mm-hmm. and that'll be a good indication of who my crush is. Do you have one um, Well, the, the, fir- the first person that pops up when I go to search is Ben Bosworth. Wow. Aw, <laughs> Ben's your Instagram crush. Aw. Yeah, that- so I like his content. He, yeah, he has good content. Whoever writes his captions is uh, must be really good. Oh, <laughs> uh, you tooting your own horn there? Yeah, I, I like to think of myself as a caption composer. Wait, I don't even know which of my captions he's written. I've uh, written at least one. I don't know how many other of my other suggestions you've, uh, you know, brought in. Boz, who or what is your Instagram crush? I know you had a, a very... Uh, or no, it was Garrett who was going to talk about uh, the very uh, underused and definitely not annoying hashtag of Global Running Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, happy Global Running Day, everyone. You're going to be mm-hmm. hearing this, you know, minimum a week later, so that's not going to matter. But um, if you your feeds look anything like mine, you probably got every single runner who only posts running photos anyways using today as an excuse to post mm-hmm. uh, their Global Running Day photos. Is that a succinct summary of your your thoughts too? Gary? Yeah, yeah, that was that was definitely it. I was scrolling through and saw everybody posting about it, and I was I was actually gonna include something else, but like, didn't feel like I did a good enough job of it when I ran earlier, so I decided to leave it out. What um, was it? I was I was gonna make Corey feel uncomfortable uh, by flirting with her, but then like, she and Katrina were talking about how stressed they were and didn't really feel like a good time, so I just stayed quiet, which wow. may have well, that also, was nice of you. Which may have also made them feel uncomfortable. But it also would have been weird to be tweeting at her after I didn't say anything the whole yeah. time I was running with her. She liked my global running day post. Still doesn't follow me. Back. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Still salty about it. Uh, boss. I mean, we've already talked about Garrett Finsta. Yeah. But I will say that Finsta... No, but as far as Finsta's go... Um, as far as Insta's go and crushes on them, it, every time I've answered this question, I've just like stammered for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talked about Garrett's Finsta, um, and I mean, I, Finsta has um, seen a lot of different great places, made some friendships, so I mean, that's, I would say that's a good, as you said, um, kind of like a concept Instagram where you stick to something. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I can use my uh, Instagram crush section to talk about another good concept Finsta that our uh, one of our friends runs, which is that uh, Dana, a uh, friend of the pod, uh, oh, episode yeah. four, I think, um, has a great Finsta where she just posts exclusively photos of her making bad faces while running. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> um, I think that's a, that's a good, that's one that like everyone can do too. You know, everyone, everyone has uh, countless photos yeah. of them looking unattractive while running. So, you know. Open open offer for anyone who wants to start your own. You know? Dana's good at content. She, she does have good content, that's for sure. I mean, mostly the running pictures that I post on my own Instagram are like bad faces running. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> it'd feel um, kind of weird to make a different Instagram for it. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, you'd have to make, you'd really just be doubling down. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, and then your uh, go to karaoke song. Someone hands you the mic. What are you singing? All Star, Smash Mouth. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know if anyone said that before, but it's that's a, that's a classic. Boss. Um. There's a there's a group of about twelve songs. It could be any of them. All stars in that group. But, <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go with Five Hundred Miles by the Claimers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it could be It Is You I've Loved by I think Dana Glover or. Um, True Love's First Kiss. Just anything from the Shrek soundtrack. Five Hundred Miles isn't on the Shrek soundtrack. You're right, it's not. It's, <laughs> no, it's the, uh, it's, um, it's the other one. By the uh, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. But you're right. It's just a different That is a flavor. great soundtrack, though. Oh, yeah. Um, it is. I got and it. arguably the Shrek 2 soundtrack, even better. I will say... Less like, iconic. My go-to okay. karaoke song can be a song from the Shrek 2 soundtrack. I'm going to do Holding Out for a Hero, but I'm going to do the Jennifer Saunders version of Holding Out for a Hero Ooh. instead of the Bonnie Tyler version. That, yeah. Yeah. You're Even right. though both are great. Um, and then last but not least, your uh, death row meal. You're going to the chair. Today's the last day on uh, God's Green Earth. And what are you eating for your last meal? It's mm. pretty tough. <laughs> a burrito you slept on? <laughs> <laughs> and, and may have thrown up on? or just <laughs> Thrown up part of. Yeah, yeah I was, was going to go on a long, uh, like, you know, four-course meal with, like, filet mignon and all that. But I feel like I've got to... And the podcast Keep there. Keep the steak and <laughs> <your> <laughs> California burrito that I slept on last night. Nice. <laughs> Boss? Um, this answer could work for Garrett, too. I think going to a restaurant called Bachizos <sighs> on Telegraph App in Berkeley would be great. It's this... I, I, I don't think you guys had ever gone. Right. That, was, that was my first time. Yeah, and then we just decided one day to go after a long run, so we started doing that routinely after long runs, but... Um, it's this like Mediterranean restaurant, but has this randomly really good all you can eat brunch. It's like $12, but it's like half, like just like classic American brunch food, like pancakes, waffles, berries, like different like sausages and everything. And then just like a full spread of like delicacies from the Middle East and the Mediterranean. So it's like this like pretty random place and you sit in these like not couches, but like these like circular benches around the table and there's no one else there. And there's these weird drinks they bring to you, but it's, I mean, it's a pretty great meal post long. No, it is. I've been, since that first time we went, I've been probably like 25, 30 times. Wow. You set the trend boss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the first time we went there, we had gotten lost on our long run and ended up running like 20 and a half miles. So we were just looking to grow up and like, that was definitely the spot to go. But, uh, 
Yeah, I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get my coaches to bring recruits there on recruiting visits, and they refuse because they think it's so weird. Like, I, I made them go there with me once, but it encapsulates the spirit of the team, maybe you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, one, one, one of the them right kind of weird. I, I love a good weird vibe. We would always um, we would always have brunch in like the main freshman dining hall with the recruits on their visit, um, and oftentimes our coach would go as well. And we would, did you guys ever play Wisest Wizard? In the dining hall? No. Uh, people would play that like when they're playing drinking games, and you stack like yeah. Beer, uh, so it's so the way you could stack the cups in our dining hall like one on top yeah. of each other, um, and so if someone had an empty cup, you would could wisest wizard them with your empty cup. So like you had the staff, and if someone had an empty cup, you would put the staff on top of it, and it would just get like taller and taller and taller. <laughs> and then by the whoever had it at the end of the brunch was responsible for trying to put it in the dish tray too. <laughs> <laughs> and like our coach, one time our coach like ended up with the staff and like literally got like yelled at by the dining hall lady. It's like a thirty-five year old man. Um, but it it was always uh you know just some good clean fun with the boys on a on a lovely Sunday brunch. Um, wonderful. Uh, did I say my death row meal? Not yet. Not yet? Uh, oh, I had one and then I lost it. I was gonna say, um, oh, pad thai. I've been eating a lot of pad thai lately. Um, and like a good, like, you get like the, the egg to chicken to peanut ratio, right? It's like all like three different things you don't necessarily associate with going together in any context outside of pad thai, but you throw them together, you're like, why am I not doing this all the time? It's a great combo. Um, so, so that's what I'm going with. Um, well, thank you boys for, for coming over, for, for talking shit. Uh, we'll see how much of this we have to head, heavily edit before we put it out to the not audience. the fart. Definitely not the fart. Um, that's <laughs> staying in for posterity. Um, that's going to be really funny if you actually do edit out the fart, but then you have this comment in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People will be like, what? What happened? Oh, um, Get smell podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thank God you can. <laughs> anyway, thank you both for for coming on, uh, Garrett. Uh, good luck tomorrow. You're gonna crush it, Boz. Good luck with your pacing. Um, and until next time, I've been Dave Melly, and this is Run Your Mouth. Okay, we have a, a bit of a post credit scene because as soon as we uh, hung up, we realized that we. Uh, had to keep going with one last thing. Uh, Boz, do you want to repeat what your concept was? I think everybody probably listening has been wondering since we played the Cliff Bang Mary. That's a Kill Bang Mary, however. Yeah. Uh, cliff refers to pushing them off a cliff. That's just how we yeah. playing. But um, of of this room, everybody's been wondering. You know, who's gonna be <laughs> who's gonna be killed? Who is gonna be the subject of? I think sweet tender love. Also, if, be you, if you've listened to this long. Um, DM at Run Your Mouth Pod on Instagram with who your married fuck kill for this trio would be. I'm curious to know uh, to see if anyone actually listens to the end, first of all, and uh, also what your thoughts are. But shall we work, work on ourselves? Boz, yeah. uh, do you have any suggestions? <laughs> Johnny, well, I don't do think you, I should start. Uh, our, our, my roommate Johnny just walked in. Uh, I don't know if this officially counts as your third appearance, but uh, do you want to marry fuck kill the three guests that you have today? I'm Johnny, by the way. I feel like you're going to bang someone. I don't really, I don't really know him. So was he hot enough, or? Wow. I mean, yeah. I would. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, kill David. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I know Boz better, so probably marry him. 
Yeah. Fuck Eric. That's, okay. Honestly, that seems like what I would do too. <laughs> I like that. I mean, we didn't Bos- But if you killed yourself, how would you marry or kill? Uh, That's a good point. Fuck either of us. No, do both. Do he would? Well, Johnny would bang you. Then get married to me, then kill himself, yeah. or marry because me. he was married uh, to you. Marry oh. me. Exactly, exactly. Or or marry me, then make cheat, on, him. cheat no, on me, no, and no. then realize what he'd done and be forced oh, to, to take his own life. <laughs> not making the. I'm fun. surprised nobody has said they were gonna fuck themselves yet. <laughs> I mean, I do every night. So. Um, um, I make that decision easy. Yeah, Portland Track Fest. Just log on to that website. <laughs> <laughs> For all of your, uh, you know, Portland Track Fest content. Um, yeah, I, Boz was, you know, waging a campaign to kill himself, but um, I feel like Garrett has the best personality. Like, you should probably marry Garrett. Um, yeah. Thank you. But then you'd have to fuck one of us, so I don't know. <laughs> um, I, f- I feel like David no- knows his knows how to love a man better than Boz does. That's so. a good point, yeah. But, but, so if you're a woman, you should want to fuck Boz, presumably. Um, <laughs> Boz looks less confident about that. Yeah, I don't know that you'd want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh like... boy. Alright, I'm glad we had this little postscript this episode. Uh, I'm sure no one will hear this, but anyways. It's gonna be on some... Take care. Somewhere. Good night and good luck.